And wait, does your father-in-law have green eyes? What? Does he have green eyes? Yeah, he do. See you. Yeah, you do so have green eyes. Yeah, I am. I tell him that <laughs> he all He always time. talks about green eyes. It's your green eyes that he wants. <laughs> it's his green eyes he wants. Yeah, he always got green eyes. Park is obsessed with green eyes. I told him today, I said, I'm convinced about stuff. This is green eyes right <laughs> shit. All right, are you ready, Andrew? Hello, welcome to the Hoop Collective post-game podcast. It's after game three. The Raptors win by 14. What you hear behind us is how many Raptors fans... The game's been over 15 minutes. Yeah. How many Raptors fans, Cass? Um, Uh, Look, a good... A hundred? A hundred Raptor fans? They're singing O Canada. Yes. (laughs) They're singing O Canada... They're enjoying this as they should. With Cassidy Hubberth, Kevin Arnovitz, and our NBA champion and resident now post game shows, Kendrick Perkins. Perk, um, in my view, the Warriors essentially spiked this game. Maybe they could have pressed play to play. Maybe they could have brought Durant back. They were like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna give this game up to hope that they get healthy by game four. And the, the Raptors were willing to take it. They played great. Yeah, the Raptors played great as a whole. I mean, I looked up and Kawhi had a quiet 30. Marcus All and Serge played well tonight. And Danny Green gave him some, what, 20 points tonight off the bench, I think it was. And, and a chase down block. And a, well, I mean, that was crucial. But I, I feel like, in my opinion, even though those guys were out, I still think Golden State should have won this, I mean, at least fought to win this game. Yeah, they out, but it shouldn't have just been, okay, well, we're going to just go out here and compete, and if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. No, you can't just do that in the finals because this one game could count. So I, I, Draymond Green did not play well. I think he had as many turnovers as he did um, assists, Kevin. And um, Cousins, Marcus Cousins was so poor yes. that they benched him down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. They spiked it, but on the on the other hand, they lost this game on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I mean, Toronto annihilated them in the half court. Yes. By the way, and that was whether it was yes. pick and roll defense. Toronto got great spacing. They put them in difficult health situations. The Warriors didn't recover well. Didn't recover intelligently. I mean, yeah, Clay was missing, but this was not. I mean, this is an awful defensive performance. I mean, because I had a tough game in terms of. Obviously, they, they attacked him, but, but you know, Siakam got loose early in, in attacking, and, and Lowry was brilliant. Oh, what is he brilliant? It wasn't just had the to have a playoff game, Lowry. Just, yeah. just had like, to have the nine assists, and they were gorgeous in gorgeous. every way. He was just controlling every possession. Steph had a playoff career high. That's right. Okay, so they didn't, I don't think, spiked it because Steph played his best playoff game ever. Well, maybe Spike is a little bit aggressive, but they certainly understood that this game was probably not going to be a win. Maybe they were yeah. going to try it. Every Raptors starter scored at least 17 points. And Serge had like six or seven points, but he was six blocks. He was very impactful yeah, in the second half. You know what I was thinking about watching Sergi this game? Serge Blocko almost made a comeback. You know what I was thinking about <laughs> this, <laughs> watching this game? Perk, was, um, kind of, Steph kind of reminded me of LeBron. He was His, his team was outmanned. Mm-hmm. He was playing his behind off. He just didn't have enough firepower. A 47-point game, a great game, but not enough against a better team. I agree. And, and I want to piggyback. I want to go back to the take that you said about, you know, them spiking this game. And, and like, 
it's okay if it was they was playing the Cleveland Cavaliers of last year. This Toronto team is better than the Cavs team that I was a part of last year. And to me, you just can't hand them a win because now they feel confident, and I feel like they going to come in regardless of who plays on uh, Friday, and they going to come in with the with a mindset that they coming in to win this game. I thought they played well. They played well in every aspect on the floor tonight. Like no flaws whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, obviously there were scenarios that existed where the Warriors could have won this game. If Draymond played great, if Cousins played great, if if they got one of their role players to, you know, if Rebko had five threes, there, it wasn't like they, they were not going to win. Defended the half court. Well, I don't know. I, I think the Raptors you know, played really well. I don't think it was just about their defense. But. No, but the Raptors played a brilliant offensive game, but I do think, like again, the Warriors, to me, the greatest failings today were on the defensive end. Yeah, so, I mean, Kevin Durant is going to practice tomorrow, it sounds like. Yeah, this is going to be completely different. So Game four. I assume that Durant will be on place to play Friday. And see, this is this is where I go. This is what it goes back to. This is my concern. My concern is, is that when you get Clay back, you get Kevin Durant back, what style do they play? Who you go to? Is it still Steph dominating the ball, or you go back to KD? Do you go back to the way they was playing against Portland? So this is a whole lot of things that they have to figure out in one day. It's, that's a lot. That's a lot. How we go fit KD back in? Is KD go come back and say, "Oh, I'm just going to defer to Steph and let him take 30 plus shots"? Or Clay, you like you got to figure these things out. And like I said, you're not playing. A garbage team like this t- Toronto team is really good. Like they are really, the really good. The title. Yes. You know, and the thing is, Kevin. I, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh. The thing is, Kevin. Um, I feel like uh, lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Yeah, There's we'll, a lot going on around us. No. Toronto um, fans have left, though. Uh, the, the Raptors. They are now in a situation. Okay, here's what I was going to say. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a difficult situation to decide with injuries. Whether you play Durant, whether you play Clay, Game Three is a hard place to have it because the days between Game Three and Four is only one day, the shortest turnaround. So it's a tough to bring any injured guy back in Game Three. Secondly, it's it's early in the series in that you can recover, but it's also give up home court, give up leverage in the series, give up momentum too. It, it, it is it is so hard to kind of budget the risk, right? Like, eh, well, I mean, I, and I get it. I, I didn't take issue with your notion they spiked. I mean, what, what you what you essentially spiked mean it was is, a little hey, aggressive. We less we, yeah. we took a lower probability. It's the finals. You're supposed to be aggressive with right. your words. Like, we took I a lower you, probability Brian. that we would win this game, right? We 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 forfeited some of that probability. Yes, and that's what we did, right? It wasn't a spike, but but to your point, it's so hard to do that. And again, as you say. Uh, you know, you you want that between between two and three, between four and five, two and three and four is just such a quick turnaround. I mean, I, I don't know, and I think Perk's got a good point. Like, so, all right, Durant's on the floor. Is he a, is he the greatest decoy of all time for, for twenty eight minutes a night? Is he? Are we letting him ISO you know, top of the key come down pin downs? Does he have the Does he have the burst to do that? Like, like what can you get out of him offensively? And by the way, with KD coming back, he's not coming. To, no disrespect. He's not coming back. He's not coming back against a, a Minu. He's coming back uh, against arguably the greatest two-way player in the game today, and a Kawhi Leonard. So this is, is mean, he's coming back to a challenge. I know. I but mean, I... this this guy guarded LeBron James in the finals, and basically, I wouldn't say I played him, but he did because he won Finals MVP. So it's not like he's coming back to somebody who's just 
go be okay, KD. Yeah, no, he's coming back to a challenge with a layoff. I hear that. It still kind of feels like it's setting up for KD comes in, saves the day, he wins another Finals MVP, <laughs> Warriors win. Can you win a Finals MVP if you miss three games? If you if you go off if you, you go off and win when the you net, you, right? I, I mean, that's the other thing. That's one yeah. thing we assume that those guys will be back, but we don't know what kind of condition KD is in. We don't know how Clay. That's, is you could be. say that about anybody right now yeah. <laughs> in these finals. Everyone is hurt. Andre Iguodala, still, you know, he just doesn't look like I himself. Mean, let me throw out another name. A guy they really given Looney. what happened in the first two quarters of this exactly. Sorry, I stole Kevon it. Kevon Looney <laughs> was so missing in oh, this yes game he was. in terms of pick and roll coverages. Yes. I mean, they really got hurt. I, I mean, I never, I, dare I say, Looney was as almost as much of an absence as Thompson. I mean, I'm, I maybe mean, being a little because, hyperbolic because they're defensive. You yes. can feel yep. it, and it you wasn't just. It. It'd be one thing if they had, it had been Kawhi who had gone off, and Kawhi had a great game, but you you felt their activity. You felt their ability to get open shots just slower. They were just like it just the defense wasn't that pop pop everybody on a string thing that you usually see from Golden State, irrespective of personnel. And boy, when you when they took when they took Steph out of the game, you know, wow, it got you ugly. Know, you know what's crazy to me? Not only I think you even felt the energy in the arena to say like this was the first Finals game that was here. You felt the energy. Even throughout the fans, like it wasn't loud in here, right. it wasn't rowdy in here. It's kind of like the fans was like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, can we weather we this go, storm? Yeah, right? well, like, I yeah. think we go lose. You know, they like it wasn't the Golden State that we knew of in the past. If they were being cautious with Clay, would you have started? Would you have played him then this game? No, I wouldn't have played. I wouldn't have played. I mean, because but but once again. I'm still saying with the team that they had out there, they could have been better prepared. Jeff Van Gundy on the telecast said the Warriors team that they had out on this court wouldn't even make the NBA playoffs. I said the playoffs? I think I think that's it. over. That's under. It's under uh, crediting the Raptors. Raptors are as as, as yeah. said and Kevin. <laughs> you you cover these guys for the first three rounds. They're good. Basketball. I think other. I mean, maybe the Grizzlies fifteen. But this is maybe the best defensive team they've played in this entire five year run. Oh I yeah, mean, they haven't seen a defense. This they have like not. The seen length. Defense. The length is. I mean, what maybe Memphis Boogie. fifteen, but that that's the only. I also part. felt like Gasol before the game. It was a great moment before the game. So, Perk is watching Gasol warm up, <laughs> and Perk and I are talking. I mean, we are four feet from Marcus Gasol. In fact, I think we might have been talking too loud. And I was like, this might be the most important game of Gasol's career tonight. You know, and Perk calls Gasol and he goes, Hey man, let's go tonight. Come on, you can do it. Let's go. He gives him some encouragement. You know, a champion talking to a guy playing the most important game. And I go, Perk, that was nice. He goes, Yeah, man, well, I picked the Raptors in six. He's got to play good. He <laughs> <laughs> got skin in the game. Yeah, man, I mean, but he played well tonight. And once again, it came down to the bigs. They outplayed the other bigs and they end up getting the win. It always but comes I, down to the bigs in your world. But it's a, it, it's you did call that before you the game. You, you said it would be the bigs. Did. It's an interesting On series. Hoop Streams, hosted by Cassie we've been looking for, though, right? A lot of excitement. And, and they, they posted up Gasol. Like, it's not something yeah. you right see off the, the Raptors bat. do a right lot. Out of the, right and out I, of the gate. You, let me tell you. Really I, interesting. Let me tell you something about a big man, right? So when I was playing with the Celtics in 08, right, Doc used to run every play in the playoffs for me. The first play out of the the first play to start the game was for me. You know why? Because a big man, we like to see the ball go in. We like to get a good touch, an easy look. And I'll take you all the way back to game one when game one when Portland played Golden State. 
the first play of the game, Steve Kerr ran it for Draymond Green. He did a misdirection, dribble handoff, slipped it, and he got a dunk. And ever since then, Draymond Green take off. Because for big men, they give us confidence. Guards can go out and get buckets. You don't need to run plays for Kyle Larry. You don't need to run plays for Kawhi Leonard or Stephen Curry. You need to run plays for bigs. Because now, not only do you get the points, now Gasol is anchoring your defense. He feels involved. Now his, his swag is back. So it's always like that. We used to do Serge Ibaka like that, too, in Oklahoma City. Have you seen a player like Siakam? I'm thinking about the first half. Because to me, Siakam right. really set the tone tonight. He did. Just with his attacking. It's not graceful. There's nothing – I mean, there's, there's nothing beautiful about it. He just contorts and gets his hand near that cup. I'm just – It's just – it's a, it's a really unusual, interesting the thing. The thing that impresses me about him is that he is so relentless. Like mm-hmm. – he really don't care. Like very poised. He, yes, for to say like twenty five. Because really, this is his real first time like being in this moment. Even in the playoffs last year, he didn't really get that much playing time. No, they wouldn't. Time. They wouldn't right. play him. They so, played him eight minutes each yeah. half. To okay, sit right. Down. So yeah. for him, I, I mean, like he's playing like he's been here before. Like he's not even scared. There's no worries. Like, and I'm just sitting up here like, man, this is really impressive. Like. That's very impressive, and you don't get that out of a lot of young players. When you were playing in 08, he was three years away from playing his first organized basketball. Holy, holy The guy's been playing organized basketball for seven years. Kev, don't make me sound so old, man. (laughs) Game four is setting up to be one of the more fascinating games in recent finals history. We won't really know who's going to play. The people that we do know are going to play. We don't know how they're going to play. The pressure is going to be pretty intense on the Warriors. It's possibly the last game in this arena. They lose leverage in that game going back 3-1. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past them, but it would put them in a difficult position. The Raptors will face the opportunity to win and go home with a chance to win the NBA title. A lot going into that game. I have no idea what we're going to get. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? I mean, literally two of their three most prolific scorers are questionable or doubtful. Yeah. You know, I mean... Demarcus was walked back in the fourth quarter at the time. I mean, we, we just do not know. I'm Her, ready. I mean, these are I the two best teams, though. These I are the honest, two best teams. They are. Yeah. They are. I honestly don't know, and I'm just waiting for Friday to get here. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, I really want to see what's going to happen. Like, I don't have an answer. All I know is I was walking, coming from the back, and Toronto was not celebrating. No, they, they were, were de- not. They, they were dead silent. They were dead silent and dead serious, and I was yep. like, that's scary. Because that means that they was locked in and they focused. Well, we're going to be talking about that Friday night. <laughs> All right. We'll leave it there. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Hoop Collective. Thank you to Cass. Thank you to Kevin. Thank you to Perk. We'll talk to you later in the week. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Perk. Thank you. Good job, Perk. Man, but they, they really were focused.